The learning of tonight is sponsored by Anonymous, and the learning should be a schus for him and for his mishpacha and the schus of the Torah. Shiyam Leil Azare, Ozer Azare. The schus of our learning should also be a schus for Fuhr Shalema for me and Beila Basin Chom, Rosei Shachal Yisrael. So, last week we began, and we did not get very far in the Pesukim, we spent a lot of time with Hagdama. So I'll just read again the psukim that we saw last week, only three psukim. And what I'll try, I'm going to do, Bez Hashem, is I'd like to read a few psukim to get a little bit of a sense of the story. And then I'll go back and explain the psukim and mention different points in each pasuk slowly. So first of all, I mean, many of us are familiar with the story. This is the Haftar of the first era, Shoshonah, that we lay in along with Hashem, Pakada Saro. So we read about the Pekida of Chana. Nimar says that Sar and Chana are both Nifgad and Shoshonah. Now we're going to have to know what that means, because we'll see that this story did not play, take place. Some, because of that Gemara, people are under the impression that the story took place on Shoshana, and there's different days when the story took place, but it would seem that everyone agrees that the story did not take place on Shoshana. So we started last week, we saw the Ish Echad, there was an Ish Echad, who was Elkanah, he was a Levi, from the Ramasayim Tzayfim, we discussed last week what that meant, Mehar Ephraim, Mishmael Kana, Ben... Yeroicham ben Aliu ben Soichu ben Tzuf Efrasi, Vloish de Noshim, and he had two wives, Shem Achas Chana, Shem Ashenis Penina, he had two wives, Chan and Penina. Penina was taken as a second wife because he didn't have children, and Iker the Din, someone who doesn't have children after 10 years, is Mechuyev to either marry a second wife, divorce his first one, get remarried to Mekayim Piri for Rivia, so he married Penina. And Chazal tell us it was really Chana's idea that he should marry Penina, similar to what Sari Menu did, and she went and, and was Rachel Imenu did that they gave a different wife to their husband, and should be a schus for them to have children. had children, and did not have children. This idea of giving a tsar to her husband brought children to her husband, but she wasn't Zaycha to children. They were allowed to stay married, have you said? If they get, you can get marry a second wife. In those days, you marry a second wife. Yeah, yeah. The problem is just that the man has some kind of prayer of Rivia, so he's not allowed to to hold himself back from prayer of Rivia. And then we mentioned that Elkanah used to go up at a certain regular basis to go and be mishtachave and to bring a carbon. Two things: to daven and to bring a carbon. And more learns from here: the davening and bring carbonus is shava. And they did it, L'Hashem Tzvokis B'Shiloi, V'Shom Shnei B'nei Eli Chofni U'Pinchas Kehanim L'Hashem. And the two sons of Eli were Kehanim L'Hashem, and we mentioned last week that this may be a reason why other members of Klai were not Mahadar and being Eli Regal, and this was something that was unique to Elkanah, his special mitzvah, being Eli Regal. Now it's unclear, the Targum learns that he, Targum Yenison learns that he was, went, Yom Mimima means for every single Moed, but it sounds like that it was a once yearly thing from other psukim. So other mafarshim say that maybe he only went up with his whole family once a year, or maybe this visit, the Rabag understands, was not even the visit that took place on the actual Yomtiv. This was a separate visit when he took his whole family. Yomtiv, he took the Zacharim, like in Chagiga, we just had that it's called Zacharcha, the Chiv is the Zacharim. But the rest of the time he took the Mikhevis also, even though we did have. Just the Gemara and Davov, and Chagiga Davov, that mentions that there's an Indian to be Mesamech, the Noshim, to bring them up to be Eil Regal with you, so you'd have to know why he wouldn't bring them up by every visit. So we're up to Pasuk Dalit. 
So what I'm going to do is read a few psukim, translate it, and then we'll go back and discuss it. Again. So the Pasuk says, was a certain day, this is referring to one of the trips that they took up to Shiloi, and Al-Khanah brought his carbon, and he gave his wife Penina and her sons and daughters all got chalik from the carbon. And his wife He gave her a special mona achas Simple translation would seem to be it was a double portion. because he loved and Hashem had closed her rech and prevented her from having children, we'll have to discuss what's this connection that he gave her a portion because he loved her in Hashem, Sogarachma. gam kaas. And her tzara, right? Tzara is a lotion that Chazal referred to, a Pasuk refers to when someone has a second wife, it's a tzara. Brings tzaras into the house to have two wives, or it comes because of a tzara. That why would you marry a second wife? Because there's something wrong. There's no children. But the chisasasarosa gam kas, her co-wife brought her tremendous. She would provoke her to anger. Bavur herima, she should get angry. Kisoga Hashem baadrachma. The reason that she bothered her and provoked her, or Perhaps the manner in which she provoked her was about the fact that Hashem prevent, prevented her from having children. And this would happen every year. Every year when they went up to the base Hashem, she would anger her, and she would cry and she wouldn't eat. So we'll stop here and then we'll, we'll pick it up again after we explain this psukim. So... First of all, we said, there was a specific day. So which day was this? So the Targum says, it was a day of Yantiv, right? We're saying it was a Yantiv. It was one Yantiv. Now, which Yantiv? So the Medjur says that it was Shvus. Shvus and Vayizbech Elkanah, which carbon did Elkanah bring? So he brought the Shalmi Simcha. Why the Merikara didn't say it was a carbon Chagiga? Shalmi Simcha. And why did he give to his wife and children that mechuyiv kapshutai in the Chagiga? So maybe that's why we're picking Eilis the Shami Simcha because Noshim is Baila Mesamcha, the ladies, the Chiyiv Simcha. For the ladies, is the husband supposed to be Mesamechtem? So this specific day, which Chazal say was Shuas, and she brought a carbon, he brought a carbon, and he gave his chalik, a chalik to Pnina, his wife, to be Mesamecher from the din of Isha Baila Mesamcha. Now, I saw the Das from a very nice Nakuda. He said, if it was Shvuas, why did Chazal, why did the Tayyar, not Chazal, why did the Navi hide from us which day? It was a day. Right? We should specify which day. So he says that maybe the Pasik wants to stress to us that the schus that it feels were answered is not the schus, the specialness of the day. And maybe it's because of the schus of the base of Migdash, or maybe even not because of that, just the fact that she went and she was Mispal. We'll see the tremendous seal of Chidavan that was answered, and it doesn't have to be a specific day. Any day, if a person goes and he davens, Kairil Hashem Ba'emes, HaKadosh Baruch will answer him. Or I'll call upon him Zichr in the Beis HaMikdash, the Mokim HaKadusha, there's a special Kairach Natsfil, and it's not telling which day of the year it was. <clears throat> now, the Ralbag, who understood that this was, this Aliyah Lorek, wasn't Aliyah Lorek, it was a special trip where he took up his entire family, just to make the point of going up to spend time in the Beis Hashem, so then it's Pasha, why he says, it wasn't a special day, it was just a regular day in which he went up. Now one other Nakuda in this Pasuk, so it says that he gave 
and to all her sons and daughter portions. Now we're going to see soon she had ten children, ten sons. So she had ten sons plus daughters, at least two, right? Bonus has to be at least two. So Kanai and she had a lot of children. And why did she bring her daughters with her? What's, why bring the whole family, even the, the young girls and boys? And we'll see from the Hemshel Pesukim, not tonight, but that Elkanah wanted to bring Shmuel when he was even a tiny baby. And the Mepharshim explained because the year Shemaim that was, that just comes from being close to the Makam Amigdash, children absorb that. And sometimes we have to realize that, that just being in a Makam Kedusha, the Kedusha is absorbed into the children. And he brought his children, even though they had no clue what's going on, but to bring the little boys and little girls, and they probably just ran around and played, but the Kedusha absorbed into them. So, V'lechana yitei mona achas, and the passing continues, Chana got mona achas apoim. He got, she got a mona achas apayim. And the reason for this mona achas apayim is ki eschana oheva Hashem sogar achma. What does it mean, achas apayim? So the Targum Yenison says that it means chuk echad bocher, a choice portion. The choice portion was given to her. And the reason was because Elkanah felt very bad that he couldn't give her more than one portion. She only, no, no one else to give it to. And therefore, he gave her a choice portion. Other Mepharshim say that it means same idea that he gave her a double portion to show again his tremendous chiba and his ava that he had for her. The Radak brings from his father a very interesting chat. He brings from his father that a paim kas, that lashon a paim is lashon kas, koloimar bekas hainesinla, that it pained him and hurt him very much to have to give her only one portion. He came to Pnin and he had to give her, you know, this whole big, you know, big pan full of, of food. And then he came to Chana and only gave us one little plate. And it reminded him of the fact that his beloved wife, Chana, didn't have children. And this was a tremendous pain for him. So the pain was this Nakuda that he could only give her a small portion. The Malm adds beautiful Nakuda. He says that this portion really brought caste to the whole Mishpach. Because the reason they came up they came for two purposes, to bring a carbon and to daven. What were they davening for? They were davening for Chana to have children. So, the they got together every year to daven, they had this reminder, this very stark reminder when it came to give out the carbon, and she got this one little piece that brought them a certain level of atzvus, and they realized that they haven't yet been successful all these years of davening for Chana to have children, and she would not yet to have children. Now, why did he give mona achas apayim. So, so the Dasayfim says that there was a double nechama that he was trying to achieve with this because he owed her, he had to menachem her for two different things that she was upset. First of all, she felt bad naturally. Any lady who doesn't have children is going to feel bad. But also, the fact that he had to marry another wife. And this was something that was extremely painful to her. Chana was his first wife. Chana was the wife he loved. And he didn't want to have to marry another wife. And Penina told him, Chana told him, take another wife. And now it sort of backfired in her face that she's stuck with nothing didn't work out for her and only worked out for him. So he had a double reason why he had to menachem her. And her tzara, her co-wife, provoked her to anger, to make her upset. So the, this Pasik is a tremendous Indian over here, is... What on earth is going on over here? That Penina is so heartless. There's this childless woman who brought her into the house. 
she has all the children, she has all the glory, and, and, and you're going to provoke her also. So Chazal tell us that Penina was L'Shem Shemaim Neskavna, and she did it to cause Chana to mispowel for children, and we'll see that really she was successful. It was really thanks to her that Chana got the push to have children. However, it was done at a tremendous cost to herself. She's punished terribly for this, and the reason she's punished is for bringing pain to Chana, even though it seems strange, she was successful. And Chazal, very interesting Lashen. Omer Ablevi, she gets lumped together with who? Her and the Sultan are both right? The Sultan wants us to get Schar for defeating him, and Penina wants Khan at the Davin. So it's very interesting. You know, that's who she gets compared to, to the Sultan. So Bashemta says, if Chazal compared to the Sultan, you know, if you're getting lumped together with the Sultan, something's going wrong. But what's the type of chat? What, what did she do wrong? She was doing it, and, and we'll see that Chana got so upset that she went running to be in the spowl Baruch because of this pain. It's interesting also that Saifan points out that you never find Elkanah tries to calm her down, but he doesn't tell his wife, doesn't say, Penina, stop bothering Chana. So obviously he agreed, that Chana, he understood. Penina did in such an overt manner, it was clear that she was Neschavim L'Shem Shemayim. So why, why is she getting such a terrible punishment? She lost eight of her children. So Chaim Shalevis says something a very, very important to say. He says that it's true. She was ashamed of Shemaim Neschavim, and Kubi, it's not considered an Aveira, but it doesn't have to be an Aveira. He says that when a person brings Tzara to somebody else, there's a Metzius in the world. Hashem built the world, the Teva, the world is that if you bring caste to another person, Tzara to another person, it's going to rebound on you and it's going to have negative effects. And therefore, it's true, she was in the shame of Shemaim Neschavim, it's really only thanks to her that Chan had children, but it doesn't matter. She still had to suffer because you cause someone suffering, it's already a terrible thing. And there's another Nakuda here is you know you have to remember who was she? She was her tsar. And could be for her tsara, the person you have to remember, you know, it's nice in Neschavim Shem Shemaim, but the the indignant the, the the it's such a tremendous insult, it's adding insult to injury. She brings Panini into the house and Panini who's her tsara turns around and does this to her, and could be that's why the Pasuk stresses, the Chisisatzerasa, that it was an extra pain, that it was done by her co-wife, the one who she brought into the house, is the one who's chepering her, and how did she chepper her? She used to ask her, oh, did you, did you, did you buy a new outfit for you? Oh, I forgot, right, you don't need to buy outfits for you, you don't have kids. And she would constantly chepper her, discuss directly things about having children with her. Which, Agav, is also another important limit, how carefully you have to be to speak to somebody, that, you know, speaking about her children even, so Chazal said maybe she went to the extent of asking her about her non-existent children, but even just overly speaking about things that we have that are going well for us in our lives to someone who doesn't have it, how careful we have to be, the tremendous amount of tsar that it could be gayer. Oh. Now, there's an akuda over here that I didn't see anybody discuss, but was something that occurred to me, both Psukim over here, it says that the Pasuk Hei and the Pasuk Vav, it says, Vahashem Sogar Rachma, and Pasuk Hei. And over here also it says, Ki Sogar Hashem Ba'ad and it says Hashem, the Loshen Havai. Loshen of Havai, Yudke Vavke is usually Loshen of Chesed. You think maybe you should say, Ki Sogar Likim Ba'ad Rachma. To me this didn't. Why, why are we using the Loshen of Rachma? So I was thinking, I don't know, I didn't see it anywhere, but perhaps... 
the emes is that it would seem like with Shemendus Midas Adin, she suffered through so many years of not having children, then bringing another wife into the home, and watching her have children, not, still not having children, and it would seem like it was the most terrible, horrible punishment that can happen to a person. But the truth was, if you think about it, what happened? Because of this, she felt the need to be mispaul tefillum yuchedes, and because she was mispaul with such tremendous, we'll see soon the unbelievable tefillah that came from such a mokim oimik of tsar. so what happened is she was zeichet to son Shmuel Hanavi. So, at the end of the day, in the final reckoning, was it a midas rach, a midas adin? It was very unpleasant for those years. But if the end result is that she was zeichet to have a son, Shmuel Hanavi, Yushakal, Kamosh of Aaron, one of the greatest of all times, so perhaps it was worth it for her because if she'd had children right away, she probably wouldn't have had a Shmuel Hanavi. You know, it's also an important limud. You know, sometimes something doesn't come easy and, and, and we're upset about it, it doesn't come easy. It's hard and no one wants it to come easy. But the end result may be much better than it would have been if it had come easy. Pasuk continues, and this story took place every single year. Every year when they went up to the base Hashem, every single year she used to come up to the base Hashem and she would cry. She would have so much pain from Panina chepering her, and she would cry and she wouldn't eat. And it was Dafka over here, this time of year when they came up and they came to Mespaul. So Penina wasn't a Rishanta. The rest of the time she didn't do the Stachana. It was Dafke here, and it's Dafke Beves Hashem. And that's why the Pasuk points out, they also Beves Hashem. Penina only bothered in the Beves Hashem because she wanted the Chana to go to Davin, like we're going to see in a minute. Finally, she broke. Wow. <clears throat> now, the Pasuk continues. I don't think I read this Pasuk yet. The Pasuk continues, and it says, Now, Kona attempts to pacify her. And this apparently was not a yearly occurrence. This happened specifically this year. And we'll see that his attempt at calming her down actually backfired. Elkana tells her, Elkana, her husband, says, Chana, why are you crying? Why aren't you eating? Why, are you, why is your heart bitter? Aren't I better for you than ten sons? So he had three times to her. He told her, why are you crying, why aren't you eating, and why you have a bitter heart. So what was, I'm better than ten sons, how is he better than ten sons? So the Radak says that my love for you, you should know that despite the fact that Penina has ten sons, I still love you more, and the love I have for you and the curve that you have for me should appease you and should be, Ki'ilu, you have the ten sons. The Malbim says that he was answering each, he had three different questions. He said, first of all, what's your problem? That you don't have children? A lady's not mechoyiv up here, of you. Many of the Farshim says, so you don't have a mitzvah to have children. So, LMI, you want the company, you want the companionship? I'm here, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. And you want maybe the schar of raising children for Talmud Torah? You're my wife, you share equally in my Torah. Al-Kana was a Navi, was from the Gedele Hadar. You have a share in my Torah, so what's the problem? So he told her, Lama Tivki, why are you crying? You, you don't need children, you're not Mechoyev. Lama Leisaychiv, Lama Yeri Levavich, why? You don't have any of the issues. What's the problem? Why don't you have children? He was trying very hard to calm her down. <clears throat> now, the Pasuk continues. The next Pasuk, Batokim Chana Achere Ochla Beshilai. 
So what was Chana's response to Elkanah's attempt at calming her down? Chana gets up after she ate in Shiloi, ve'achrei shesoi, and after she drank, ve'eli ha'koyin yoishiv al-kisi al-mezuzah's heichel Hashem. And Eli ha'koyin is sitting on the chair by the mezuzah's heichel Hashem, by the door to the heichel. Ve'himor as-nefesh, and she has a very bitter heart, ve'atispal al-Hashem u'bochei tifcheh. She cries to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, u'bochei tifcheh, and she's... She's mispalot Hashem ubochei tifke, and she's crying. So, there's a few issues in this pasuk before we get to the important issues here. But just basic pshat, we said at the end of pasuk Zion that vatifke v'loy teichal, and then we say in pasuk Tes vatokem chana achrei ochlo b'shiloi v'achrei shesoi after she ate and after she drank. So. Did she eat or drink, or she didn't eat or drink? So Mary Kara says that no, it doesn't mean she ate and drank. It means after the zman achilu v'shdiya. And the reason it's important to point this out is that's why Eli wasn't expecting people to be davening there, since it was after the time of the meal. No one's supposed to be there anymore, and everyone's supposed to be home and sleeping, and everyone drank, and everyone's a little bit tipsy from the wine, and they can't daven. So he was very surprised to see someone come to the base Hashem. That's all. Just means after the time of eating and drinking. But many of the other mafarshim understand that no, she did eat. The Radak says that she did eat, she ate, eventually she calmed down and she ate. And the Minchikitana says, unbelievable thing, I want to read the Lushan inside. He says that, and he points out that it says, she ate in Shiloh. Of course she ate in Shiloh, that's where they were, they brought a carbon. Where, where else was she eating? He says, What's the Nakuda? So he says, she ignored her husband. He didn't calm her down. So why did she eat? She ate for one reason and one reason only. She knew she was in Shiloi, and it's a carbon shlomim, and it's a mitzvah. And she understood that by eating the Besaha carbon, she was bringing herself a level of Kedusha, because eating a carbon brings is mile a person's Ruchnius. That's why it's called a carbon. It brings you closer to Akal And it was after she ate, she knew she had to eat and bring this Kedusha, and that way she'll be able to go down. I saw in the Dasaifrim, he says that. Perhaps she had to have an, ate for another reason. She managed to calm herself down enough that she was able to bring herself to be enjoy the simchas yamtiv, and b'schus the simchas yamtiv, and the eating the mitzvah achilu the simchas yamtiv. That was the schus that helped her tefila. Now, the Malbim says something over here, which was an unbelievable nakuda. He says that what happened. This is many, many years, the Pasik tells us. Every year she's crying and crying and crying, and every year she doesn't eat. And somehow this year she runs to go and daven. And we'll see that her tefillah is, is, is in the what, Why this year, Manishtana Halayla Hazemi Kol Halaylas? Why is this night of Yantav different from all the other nights she didn't go to cry? So he says that Elkanah this year he did something different. He didn't say, I feel your pain, it's terrible, don't worry, you're going to have children. He said, eh, don't worry, you don't need children. She saw that my husband gave up on me. That's it. He's trying to calm me down. I don't really need children. That was the worst pain ever. They saw, you know, as long as she felt that her husband still had hope and this little davening, they're davening, and she's going to have children. So 
she didn't come with the full broken heart to HaKadosh Baruch because she thought, I have a husband, the tzaddik will do the spell for me. But at this moment she saw that Elkanah gave up already. Elkanah says, you don't need children, you have me. She had, that's it, Elkanah gave up on me. He's not even davening anymore because he thinks we're not having children. At that moment, she got up to go and be mispal Takalish Baruch Just finish <laughs> off, it's getting late. So I want to finish off Pasuk Yud also. So, <clears throat> it says in the Pasuk that, Vihimoras Nefesh, Vetispal Hashem, Tivke. So the Malvin says the Pasuk is giving us three different reasons why her tefillah should be Niskab. First of all, she was a Moras Nefesh. And Hakalish Baruch Hu is Shemeya to the tefillah of Nishbrei Leiv, Karav Hashem Nishbrei Leiv. First of all, she was a Maris Nefesh. Second of all, Vatispal al Hashem. She davened to Hashem with all of her kavana, and she put all of her hope and all of her trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and she knew that she's a lost cause. There's nowhere else to turn except for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And finally, Ubochi Tifke, Shari Demois, Nina Lois, she was coming with the Kayich of Bechi, and because of that, she was, these three things gave her the Kayich to be Answered in addition to the nether she made, which we'll discuss with Hashem next week, just to finish off with one last Nakuda, the Minchik Ketana says over here something which is an important Nakuda. He says, he brings some Chazal. Chazal say, Yimaram Bracha says, that what's the Lashen, Vatispalel Al Hashem? It should have said, Vatispalel El Hashem. So the Chazal say, the Gemara says, Amra Belezer, Chana Heitichet Varm Klape Maila. She spoke harshly to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. She spoke Al Hashem. She spoke to Hakadosh Baruch very harshly. So why why is she not held responsible for this? If you speak harshly to Hakadosh Baruch it should be a tain on you. So Minchiketana says the reason is the pasuk answers it. She had a bitter heart, and Hakadosh Baruch does not hold the person responsible for something that's said out of true pain. Ain't all the nitzvahs b'shasari. We find this also in Sefer Eiv. Eiv, eventually, the first part of the nisyanus, he doesn't say anything harshly against the Kaddish Baruch Hu. The second part, he does. But the pasuk says he still wasn't chayitim b'svasav, and the reason is because what a person says from a place of physical pain, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is meichel. Hakadosh Baruch Hu could be meichel when a person speaks harshly. Hakadosh Baruch Hu could be yachol when he comes from physical pain. So achas kama v'kama, we should be able to be meichel people when they speak if it's coming from a position of pain and not a position of anger. Shkeh. 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 Shkeh.